More Idaho Matters from the studios of Boise State Public Radio News. I'm Gemma Gaudet. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unemployment rate for people with disabilities in the United States is more than double compared to the rest of the population. And that's why we wanted to take some time today to highlight Belong Company. It's a local nonprofit that provides social events and employment opportunities for young adults with disabilities who live in the Treasure Valley. So joining us today are Kendall Peak. She is the founder and president of Belong and Christine Salmi, a Boise parent whose child is involved with the organization. I want to welcome both of you to the program. Thank, Thank you, you, Gemma. Oh, sorry, and Kendall, Christine. let me start. Kendall, let me start with you. Can you tell us about Belong and what is it? So Belong Co. was founded in September of 2022. And prior to... Um, Myself and our board starting this organization, I was teaching high school special education at a few local high schools. And something that was a pattern I consistently was seeing was in my meeting with parents was there's a lack of resources for these students once they graduate from the public education school system. And that's how Belong Co. came to be. We wanted to provide employment programs. We wanted to imply um free social events for those in the community. And um, that's all about our mission. We want to make inclusive and free social events and provide um, employment programs for those with disabilities Mm -hmm. here in the Treasure Valley. So Kendall, what drew you to this profession of special education? Um, Truthfully, I have always been kind of involved with the disability community. Um, I started volunteering at a young age at different organizations, um, one being uh, Camp Barnabas, which is actually in Missouri, and then um, other events like Night to Shine. And I was always heading back to these um, volunteer opportunities because it was just something that was evidently a gift in me as a personal individual. And I just saw success when I was in these communities and more and more wanted to use my gifts to do something great for our local community. Mm. Christine, let me bring you into the conversation. Um, you're, you have two daughters, your youngest daughter, Danielle, um, is involved with Belongco. But first, tell us a little bit about Danielle, because this was quite the journey to figure out her, her diagnosis. Uh, most certainly. Danielle um, is 21 years old uh, now, but uh, she first started having seizures at nine and a half. And um, we found out eventually she was d- diagnosed with epilepsy and a few years later, um, it took a little bit longer to get the diagnosis, but she was uh, uh, diagnosed as being on the autistic spectrum. And unfortunately, it, it seems that for girls, uh, it's harder to get that diagnosis. But she eventually got the diagnosis at about 18. And uh, we also found out that her epilepsy was caused by a rare genetic disorder. And um, we've been involved in trying to help fund research for that disorder. But uh, in the meantime, uh, we were looking for something for uh, Danielle to do after she graduated from high school and Blanco had a lifeline for her. And that was uh, really, really amazing. That's why we're a huge supporter of this organization. 
So, Christine, talk to us a little bit about that. Um, I mean, because Kendall said, right, once these children, once these, I don't want to call them children, but once these young adults, you know, graduate from high school, they graduate out of these special education programs, uh, there, there isn't a, a, a lot for them. And as I mentioned, I, I mean, there's not a lot of employment opportunities. So what happened when you found Belonco? What did this do for Danielle? Well, at the time that we uh, first discovered Belonco, we were actually introduced to the program by Danielle's step teacher. And this, this is the program that she was in post high school. It's a program that the um, uh, Boise School District offers uh, for individuals who have disabilities up until the age of 21. And instead of the academic um, education, it's more of a, a job training to help these individuals learn how to acquire job skills and how to interview and uh, how to check in and check out um, on their job. And at that time, we were introduced to uh, Belonco while she was in the STEP program. And we saw what they were offering. They were offering free social events. And the thing that I absolutely love about this organization is uh, the name. I know another mother has said the same thing, but Belonco, it's a community that helps these individuals belong somewhere, somewhere where they can call mm -hmm their community. So uh, she started going to the, the free social events and, and making friends. And uh, then eventually uh, Blanco uh, opened up this opportunity to um, employ people to help at their coffee cart. And she was is one of the first uh, uh, small group of employees that uh, Blanco has employed to help with their coffee cart. And she mm. absolutely loves working this job. <laughs> So, Kendall, talk to us a little bit about that. I mean, not just the social aspect of it, but but the the employment part of it. So, you know, Christine just mentioned the, the Blanco coffee cart. Um, is that the only opportunity right now? Or do, you, or do you help place them in other employment opportunities? That's a great question. So the model of our employment programs are that um, our employees get hired on, they stay for either two to three years, depending on the, the training and the rate of their skills developing. And once those two to three years have passed, we will help them transition into the typical workplace. So the idea is that it's kind of a revolving door we don't want our employees to come in and stick with us forever. We want them to get confident. We want them to get skills and we want them to go out and be employed elsewhere. Um, and that's, what's awesome about our social events. Once Danielle graduates from our employment programs, she's still going to be able to come to all of our social events and feel like she has a family within Belonco. And mm -hmm. so right now we have six employees with our coffee cart and we are opening our second small business um, in June, and that will be ice cream. That will be a seasonal position, and that will employ another six individuals with disabilities. Um, and the rate of this growth has just been immense. There's so many people that want to be a part of it. There's so many people that want to hire us for private events, and there's plenty of people that want to be employed by Belanco at this time. So it's just been amazing to see um, just the growth that's happened in such a mm -hmm. short period of time. Well, I would imagine, Kendall, it's the fact that there isn't much like this, right? And so therefore, when, when you want, um, you know, your family member, your loved one to be able to have this type of independence, 
uh, and they're living with a disability, I would assume, I would think that it could be really difficult to try to find these opportunities. And but but more than that, this community that you've created. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing about um, the coffee cart is that we're not just serving drip coffee. We're making specialty coffee drinks. They're using an espresso machine to make lattes and mochas and Americanos. And this process that we've created is individualized and some tools and resources that Danielle uses, some of the other employees don't have to use. And we use um, visual recipes. We use visual aids on the coffee cart to help with the deficits that each employee may or may not have. And we try to make it as seamless as possible, even though they're performing these complex processes to make a latte. And Mm -hmm. I've been blown away every single day that I show up with the coffee cart and I see some of our employees just whip out double shots after double shots after (laughs) double shots for two hours. And um, we had the honor of being at Simplot for a private event back in December. And I love talking about this because it's just amazing. Um, Myself and another employee were on the coffee cart position and we were hired to do unlimited drinks for two hours. And in that two hours, him and I made 97 coffees. Oh my gosh. To what these individuals can do when they're given the resources, when they're given the training and when they're given the correct Mm -hmm. environment to show up and perform. Yeah. He talks about it all the time. Oh, are we going to beat our record today? We have 97 (laughs) coffees at Simplot in December. Do you think we're going to beat our record today? And I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. We're probably not going to beat our record today. Yeah, you're like, I, I hope not. That was a lot of work. Hey, I only <laughs> have about a minute. I only have about a minute left with both of yeah. you. But Kendall, I really do want to know what do you? What does your organization need? Um, because you're because it is so needed. So financially, um, what what do you need from our community? Ensure that you stay around and and maybe even grow. Hmm. Our, our biggest need right now is um, a monthly donation pool to provide enough money for a lease on a warehouse space. As we're growing these micro businesses, we don't have a brick and mortar space, but we do need a space to store our coffee cart, to store our trailer, to store our ice cream cart that's coming here soon. Um, and that's our biggest need right now. We're currently trying to fundraise a monthly amount of about um, $2,500 to pay for the lease and to pay for our insurance. Um, so that's, I think that's what I'd say is our biggest financial need right now. Thank you both so much for bringing your organization to light. We've been talking with Kendall Peak, founder and president of Belong Co. and Christine Salmi, a Boise parent whose child is involved with the nonprofit. Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudette. We'll see you tomorrow. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.